what have you enjoyed the most about watching this Deacon basketball team? Let me tell you what I've really enjoyed. Going into Joel Coliseum and having everybody in there to be happy again. Everybody in there to be jovial. Everybody in there to be on the same page, pulling pulling for their Deacon faithful. I mean, it's it's been, uh, you know, last several years, let's be honest, have that has not been the case. Uh, we've had to generate kind of false uh, excitement. But this year, uh, the excitement comes to you, comes to me. Uh, it comes to everyone that's in there. And, and, and when you ask me what I've enjoyed the most, I think Joel Coliseum alive again in a good way. Steve Forbes, I think, put it, He's been trying to reteach people around here who aren't used to the basketball team being a contender to be basketball fans again. First 20-win season in a dozen years. And maybe it's because I was watching that documentary I mentioned, but when you think about great personalities in this league, one of the first guys you think about is Bones McKinney and some of the unique tactics he'd go to to try and get people interested and to really, really amplify his program. Steve Forts, it reminds me of that to a degree when you see a Talladega Knights game and all these other different ways he's trying to drum up interest and the social media aspect of it. Then there's just his personality. I know you've been around the guy. When did you know that Forbes had this magnetic, different personality than some of the predecessors we've seen before? You know, I think it was something that just kind of grew on everybody uh Early on, and I mean early on this year, um, there were just so many new faces, new personalities, um, new players, new coaches. Uh, it, it was just too much to take in at, at, at first. But as we started to play the season out, November, December, uh, one win after the other began to pile up. And then you got into January, and next thing you know, you're – you're in mid mid January, and uh, your record is one of the better records in the league, and it just kind of progressed. And and then you know what happens, uh, Josh, is you start taking uh, note of the press conferences that the head coach is giving, um, some of the uh, some of the interviews with the, the the new players. You get to know them a little bit, and and you just say. Hey, this is a different group in a good way. This is a different group. Uh, they're fun to to uh, watch. Uh, they're fun to listen to. They're fun to be around. And I think it all uh, generated from the head coach. It just it came from him. Some of the answers that he gives to to questions are, you know, you sit there and say, mm, I wish I'd have thought of that. <laughs> you know, I, I heard him say something this week that I thought was really really good. And um, I think whoever asked him said something about you've gained a lot of respect in this league in a, a short period of time. And I and I remember his reply was, when you lose the respect, it's hard to get it back. And he's right. He's right on that. When you when you get way down, it's hard to get back up. And and it and it is a, a mistake. I mean a, um, a a respect earned situation out at wake right now yeah i was in the room when he said that in raleigh and what the way he put it was 20 wins is a good season and that's where they're at right now first time in a dozen years 
25 is a great season. 30 is a special season. They weren't talking about 30 win Wake Forest seasons, the possibility of that, since since you were coaching the team and Tim Duncan was around and Randolph Childress and all that. But I want to get you in story time mode here since I've got you. Dave Odom, okay. Wake Forest legends here. Bones McKinney, a Carolina fan who watched that documentary for the first time this week, asked me about Bones McKinney, saying, is there anybody else in the league like this guy? I'm like, I don't think so when you consider that he played in one school in the triangle and then transferred to another with military service in between that, then coached at Wake. There's the preacher element of this too. I don't think there's anything like this guy. What's the greatest Bones McKinney story you've either, either, you've either experienced firsthand or that you've been told secondhand? <laughs> well, a couple of them I can't tell. <laughs> I'll tell <you> that. <laughs> but uh, I will tell you one of them. Um, I was a high school coach in Durham. And by the way, Durham High School, where I coached, is the high school that Bones McKinney graduated from in, in the 40s. And they had the best high school team in America in, in, at that school. I mean, they were, I mean, I, I don't know how many wins they had, but it was unbelievable. And uh, he was kind of the fulcrum. He was a highlighter of that, of that particular team. But the, the story, he goes, uh, you know, he goes and he coaches at uh, Wake Forest. And things go really, really well. And he eventually um, – he takes a job uh, down in Charlotte um, with the uh, pro team down there, the ABA team mm. down there. And, and um, Jerry Steele, who was my college coach, called me one day and said, Coach McKinney wants to have a, a um, camp down in uh, Laurenburg at St. Andrews, and he wants you to come and, and help with the camp. I said, hey, man, that'd be great. I'd love it. So I go down, and there's, there's it, it's a who's who of – uh, names in basketball down uh, at, at the at the camp itself. Second night that we're there, um, we're, we're eating and uh, at, at, at lunchtime. And Coach McKinney came over and he said, "Hey, hey all you guys, uh, I want y'all in the meeting room tonight at ten o'clock. Uh, we've got something special we need to do." And uh, so he, everybody's looking around. Uh, maybe he's going to fire us. I don't know what's going to happen. So we all. We're there at 10 o'clock, and he's a few minutes late coming in, and he's got it set up kind of like a trial. Uh, he's got he's got two big chairs up there and, and, a, and a desk and everything. And, and uh, in he walks, and walking with him is the great Jerry West. Oh, wow. Who was a good friend of Coach McKinney's. And uh, so Coach McKinney says, all right, and he bams down on the desk and says, all right, everybody come to order. Uh, court is now in session. Uh, we're going to try Jerry West uh, on the charge of he's lost his jump shot. <laughs> you know, some kind of crazy thing like that. And he mixed in some other stories. And uh, poor Jerry West, and I can't imagine him saying that, he was taking all of the uh, criticism that, Bones was throwing his way, and it was just a fun night, as it turned out. So uh, that that was one of the uh, stories that maybe I could tell that he, you know, nobody else could do that. Nobody else could make fun of Jerry West uh, in front of guys like myself, who was at the time just a high school coach.